Hello and welcome back to Ben and Mike's Film Room and we just watched Guardians of the Galaxy. This minute. It was fun again. I enjoyed every time we watch it. This is a treat. Yes. Uh, but first, our memories of the movie. Um, I remember watching it in theaters. I just... Me too. I remember, you, I remember you took me and Steven. Oh, there we are, go. Our... The brother that is just older than me. Ah, uh, the other brother. We have two other brothers. Yes, we don't talk of them. Yes. For various reasons. Not after the incident of 17. Oh, 2017? Yes. Oh, okay. What other seven? I didn't know. 1617. No, I don't know. Um, anyway. But, yeah. I don't, like... It goes back to, like, the trailers when, like, I remember thinking, Is this a comedy? Because they had, like, I Got a Feeling. Not I Got a Feeling. No, that's the, tonight's going to be a good night. Yeah, but, uh, you know what I'm thinking about? Uh, hooked on a Feeling. That's, there it that's is. That's what that makes is. way more sense. Yeah. Um, it had that in the trailer. I'm like, is this a comedy? Well, it was, very... it was almost all the slow walk in the trailer is what I remember. I remember in the trailer it was the lineup. The prison lineup thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it... that, that was the first one, I think. And we'll get to it, but there's a couple of moments in the movie where they clearly are just taking, like, promotional material and injecting it into the movie. Oh, like trailers like, do. Like, trailer content for no real reason. But it's good, it just... Like, the exposition scenes? Like, no, when you see, like, Rocket extends the gun oh, yeah, when that's... they're prepping, you're like, Why? Well, this movie was... Well, the movie was in 3D then. I understand what you're saying, but you know what I'm saying. Okay, so... That yeah. aside, I remember watching this in theaters. I remember just having so much more fun than I was expecting. Well, yeah, it is no, just, no one knew who these people were. It's, 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 wow, it was just so much fun. There was nothing stopping it from being as crazy as it wanted to. It went as far, it stretched out what the genre was of what superhero movies were. I mean, because really, where's the superhero? Who's the superhero in this movie? Groot. Groot is the superhero <laughs> we need. So, Cause, let's do... Because it's more like Star Wars in the sense, like, there's no... Ah, you know, that was a dumb comparison because they're both in space. Uh, yeah, it's in space. Yep, that's all you need. I think what we should do now is our brief summary. We're going to give it another try at the... The stilted... The stilted super short boy. Um, do you want to take it? Uh, How about it? Sure. Now, this is based on a recent viewing, so... Meaning 10 to 15 minutes ago. So, it, it'll it be better <laughs> than other times. But, okay, so here we go. Uh, cancer Mom dies. Boy, boy of Cancer Mom is stolen. Dance break happens during the beginning of the film. Who? Uh... Quill goes to Xandar. Can't sell orb. Gamora lying down fight, which was weird. It was. It is weird. It's but like we need to. Yes. It happens very briefly, but it's like a weird thing when you know it because it's like. Why are they both on the ground right it's now? It's like you're forced. Like it's like if at least grapple. It's like if siblings were forced to sleep in the same bed and they're fighting, but they don't want to actually get up and fist fight. They're just like. What's amazing is the sound effects just then. Exactly, that was the point. It was 
I, I felt like all sorts of... I felt like I was there. I feel like I'm on a radio show. You right are now. here, Ben. Um, In the fight. Uh, so then... Uh, we have, written, Rock, we have I, will, I will do some reading here. It says, <laughs> so so Gamora lying down fight, Rocket and Groot bag. So they grab Gamora. Yeah, they she, put her in the bag. She gets, they put him in the bag. They, she gets out of the tussle, and then uh, after Rocket zaps Quill, they're all arrested to go to the prison planet. Prison floaty so, satellite thing. thing yeah. yeah, whatever it is. Uh, so the the prison scene. Uh, we meet Drax. Drax gets new favorite knife. Uh, breakout happens. We fly to nowhere. Pelvic <laughs> sorcery. That's what happened. That was a weird line. It was. That's why it was great. Another thing was like, I mentioned when he was describing the plot of Footloose. What is with your hair, Benjamin? It's doing whatever it wants to do. It's like a flamingo. That's not what a flamingo looks like. Well, audience, I can definitely tell you, it does look like a flamingo reading a book while sitting upon its nest of other flamingos. <laughs> I don't know what a flamingo nest looks like now. I don't, think, like... I don't think they have nests. That's not the point. Hey, um, yeah, this this is clearly gone. So, uh, let's continue. So, so they have... We had pelvic sorcery, which was... Uh, when they were talking, cool moment where Peter Quill is he didn't pretty much seducing Gamora to get info out of her. Yes, but before that, he talks about the movie Footloose. Yes, and how a bunch of people has a town has their stick up their butts, and she's like, "Who put the sticks up their butts? That is cruel." <laughs> it's so cruel. And I made the mention of yes. While granted that is cruel, you are the daughter, the adoptive daughter of Thanos, the genocidal maniac. She had even mentioned right before that he had tortured her. Yeah. And, and you're like, but it's the sticks in the butt. That's what. That's the thing I can't comprehend. That's that's where I my moral line. All right. Moving along in our brief summary, which the collector explodes. The yes. Drax texts Ronan. Flying fights. Texan look thrown in his location, which I demanded you write, but you didn't. I didn't write it, but now you know it was the location. Flying fight goes out of nowhere. Gamora floats. Peter almost sacrifices himself, but no. Uh, gets caught by Ravagers. Standing in circle ensues. Uh, Ronan fight. Xandar shield of friendship around Ronan's ship. They're friends. That's how they made the shield. They're like. Come along, friends! And they just made they the got my message. shield. Exactly. Uh, uh, we are Groot Bag. That was just me trying to say that they were like an airbag because um, earlier when they were in the prison fight... It also um, ties to the earlier note yes, of Groot Bag. Yes, but... That's the, a double reason why I had to include We Are Groot Bag. <laughs> yes, We Are Groot Bag, Dance Off, Turd Blossom... Uh, day is saved. Groot lives. The end. Was that good? That's my applause for the movie. Yay! Okay, there. So, I think that is a very good summary of the movie. If you haven't seen it, which you must. It's a must-see. It's a Marvel must-see because it does so many things that are crucial to the universe's plot. Well, the thing is, at this point in 2019... 
the day the Avengers Endgame Trailer 2 came out. Uh, no one is going to track that date in the history of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You can just look it up on YouTube. I know, I'm just saying. Um, let's talk about that trailer. Um, <laughs> Maybe later. Maybe, but probably not with you people. So, um, so, so yeah, like the, the thing I'm trying to say is that at this point in 2019, if you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy, you're not watching any Marvel movie. Well, that's very true. I think, though, like we said before, not every Marvel movie is essential to understanding what's going on. I think Guardians of the Galaxy... So, so far we have... Uh, is Winter Soldier a must-see? Technically, no, but, no, it's, it's uh, but it is a must-see. It's good, but it's not an essential to the Avengers... Okay, you Plot really line. don't need a lot of movies. You do need Guardians, though, because Otherwise, it explains the whole Infinity Stone thing. You know what? They, they also explain the Infinity Stones in Infinity War. Well, yeah, they do, but they do it here, and you get to see okay, it that's happen. A, that's the thing, is that the MCU makes you feel like you need to watch every movie in order to understand it, but they're all fairly standalone. Like, cause I mean, this one, for example, it showed hints to the past movies, like, the it Tesseract. shows the Tesseract and the Ether. But you don't need to see Thor the Dark World to understand this. Exactly. You don't need to see Avengers to understand but this. this one does show the six ingots, and but it describes what they are, but not it in shows their, the not power, in... the whole thing is focused on Infinity Stones and how strong they are and how they destroy things. Because they definitely wanted the audience to know what this is fairly early on. Because... I mean, what is this, movie 10? Yes, it is number 10. Double digits, baby! We did it. Yeah. Well, I think that'll conclude the podcast. Yep, yeah, that's um, enough. Good. See you next time. On a road to end fart. Uh, 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 which you did a lot. So, oh man, I told I, you I'd mention it. I knew you would. So, I thought this movie was super great because not only is it essential to the Avengers plotline with the Affinity Stones, it also really pushed the boundaries of what a superhero movie could be. So it was allowed. Comedy. Well, it's more funny than the other ones have been. It's also. Yeah way more wild in plot. Like, the plot just went way crazier than before. I will admit, this movie, like, me personally, it might just be because, like, everyone overplays just how great it is. I agree. It's a great movie. It's, like, maybe it's just the, 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 I don't know, the, the problem with comedies is that after you see it once, you know the jokes. Like you can still enjoy, you can still enjoy the lead up and the punchline, but it's not gonna hit as hard that first time as that first time, you know. Very true. The first viewing is special. Yes, when it, definitely when it comes to comedies. Um, but so maybe there, um, I didn't like it as much, you know. But not to say that I oh I think it's a six or anything. It's not. Like, we love... What's his name? Star-Lord. Star what am I supposed to say? Who? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I was waiting I was, for you. I was so, I, and I said it so many times during the movie. Yes. 
Wow, what a letdown. I can't believe you, Ben. You let us all down. I did, I did. We are now looking at the IMDb. Well, I was going to pull up its ranking amongst the other I think it's Marvel eight, movies. I think it's an 8.7. Well, I understand what you're saying. Just a second. I'm going to pause the recording. We're talking about... Okay, so we're back, and we just pulled up IMDb and found a ranking of everything by their IMDb rating. Now, that's not a perfect rating system, yeah. because you can just put in a rating without having seen the movie. But it is the second most beloved um, Marvel Cinematic Universe movie in the lot. So we've got Infinity War and this one. Apparently the Dare- no, it does apparently, tie with apparently the, the Daredevil TV show is actually number one. Uh, Everybody loves that though, like yeah, without exception. Yeah, you haven't seen that though. It's true. It's just too violent. Oh yeah, I I, I draw the line. I, under- at, I understand. At yeah. actual violence. Okay. <laughs> Instead of pretend violence. Yeah, pretend killing half the universe. Hey, hey, in this one, Groot does stab, like, at least ten people at once. I think it's more like five people. And then he's, like, swinging them around like he has spaghetti noodles for arms. And he's like, hey. Hey. No, he's more like, I'm Groot. <laughs> Groot? Greet? Great. Great. I tried. It, it didn't. Okay. Not way, a good bit. Okay, Greet? The way I'm pronouncing it, it is spelled uh, letter G and then yeet. Wow, that's awful. That's not... <laughs> greet! <laughs> wow. And that's how you spell the word greet. So, the what I also liked about the movie is that... I think the action... Sorry. I think... I told you... I see how it is. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go Sh- ahead. Shut Go up. Ahead. I, sorry, I'm, the, I'm the youngest. Um, that's relevant <laughs> to this. Nope. Uh, during this movie, I said, I still think the Winter Soldier action scenes are better than this movie. To the which I say, no, space is automatically gives it cool points. It has nothing to do with what's actually happening on the screen. You're in space, it's automatically cooler. I disagree. It's cooler than if it happened on the ground. Excuse me, this I will think of an apt comparison to Star Wars. In, like, the dogfight in the... the What's it called? The Death, Death the Death Star Trench. That is, uh, it, they are basically just planes. You can relate yeah. them with jets we and things. No, exactly that's the same. what's happening. But you are in space, and there are lasers shooting at things. That's way cooler than you being on the ground and being shot by guns. I'm just, just saying. Disagree. It's way cooler. As a matter of fact, there was Star Wars took a lot of things from World War II footage, and that particular shot. What there was a bunch of those. Everything is a remix. Definitely recommend watching it. Star Wars? No, everything is a remix. <laughs> we recommend watching Star Wars. Maybe you've heard of it. Star Wars. Maybe. S-T-A-R. Space. W-A-R-Z-E. Ah, nuts. That's a different movie. Uh, so where were we? What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say... Interrupted you. Yes, you did. One of my favorite things say? about the movie is the characterization. The characters were just super... Like, fleshed out, full of life. Everyone had something going on. Like, even the guy who Drax stole the knife from. You like that guy because he's like, oh, that's my favorite knife. You like that guy. I like that guy. What and, about the. What was. Uh, what did. I found the guy who got the nose ripped off. Again with the nose ripping off. Nathan you know, Fillion. His name. Yeah. By Nathan Fillion. That's who it was. What a surprise that was. 
when I, I found it out 20 minutes before the movie ended. Hey, it still is a surprise. I really loved the... Of course, you love the soundtrack. Everybody loves the soundtrack. No doubts about it. If you haven't listened to the soundtrack, you've never listened to popular music? Uh, controversial opinion. I think the second one's better. The soundtrack? Music? Oh. Well, that's a little closer to your time. That's probably why. Yep. The 70s? No, the second one is a little later. No. Yeah, it is. No. Yes, it is. You got, like, you got I songs like... I money. You got songs like Brandy. You got songs... From, like, the 50s. There's one song from the 50s. I will bet money the median year... I know this is getting oddly specific, but... The (laughs) The median median year of the second tape is later than the median year of the first one. Okay, we're going to pause and do some math. Oh, yeah, this is going to be worth it. So, gloat. (laughs) They're both in the 70s. Yeah, as a matter of fact, the media... So we laid, we went through Wikipedia, found all the years of release of these songs, and we lined them up in proper order, went to the median, and they both said 1972. Ah! You thought so, they were 80s. I just thought it was later. I, closed, I did think 80s, actually, but I just... I don't know why. You know what? You Looking pump- through the songs, it doesn't make any sense. I just assumed that since the second one came out... I mean, it doesn't make any sense to be said in the 80s. When did... The movie start. Yeah, it started in 84. Or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was 84. But if they're the mom's songs, it also makes sense. 20 years before the movie came out. Whatever. Whatever. So, yeah. (sighs) That was fun. Oh, man. Math is always fun. Especially when I get to gloat about it. Not often. <laughs> not often. Not often. I'm so right. let's let's talk about the things we liked about the characters. I like being right. I like <laughs> who? Okay. I like who was the best character? Who? Oh, who was the best character? And his death is sad. The little metal thing that got ripped off his head made him dead. Which you were questioning, like, oh, what did he do? Because of uh, Captain Marvel or something. What was his deal? I think you asked. Yeah, but. That's technically a spoiler for Captain Marvel. Which we won't go into here, no, fine. Yes, that's not fair. But it's the past. But know that the movie is available for viewing, and you should have watched it. Or should watch it. Well, it's not really available for viewing. Like, you have to go out to a theater. Well, of course. It's not like it's on Amazon right now. No, back in my day. No, that's actually true. Never mind. Back in my day, we had to buy things on DVD. There were no VCRs. You just had to go to the theater. <laughs> Back in my day, we had movie tickets cost a nickel. What were they called? What were they called? What were the giant, uh, the giant DVDs? Laser disc. Back in my day, we had laser disc, and they were the best. I think laser disc actually was the best for a really, really long time. Yeah, I think it was because of I like, think it only got trumped by like Blu-ray. No, I think it got trumped by DVD. I think laser discs can hold more info. I wish we talked. About, I wish we could talk about this more. But we have a movie to talk. We have a movie to talk about. <laughs> a great movie to talk about. I think first of all, I just want to say Groot, super fun character. Yes, He's I do. A treat. I do wish a national treasure. Yes, but not as much a national treasure as Nicholas Cage. I like how it's like a really weird Elvis thing, but it also is Nicolas Cage, and no one is. I hope you. By pe- that. I hope you people love getting love us being sidetracked. Um, it's true. Well, yeah, this is a good movie. That's all. 
<laughs> I think you say this every time there's a good movie, but it's hard to talk about good movies. Yes, it is. Which I think this is the first time we... I've, like last time I was stole the first it. Time. This is the first time I've ever said that it's that. Oh, but I will say, I, I just fell in love with the movie at the very beginning when Peter Quill is just dancing around. No. <laughs> you said the beginning. I know, but that's not the real beginning of the movie. That's just the pre-Marvel scene. The prologue. The prologue, yes. True. The very beginning when he's dancing around with those little rat things and kicking stuff and just doing whatever. Yeah. Sliding on that suspiciously gooey stuff that maybe oil, maybe blood. It's wet. But why is it black? Because it's in the shadows. Are you sure? Have you ever had black... Hey, have you ever had black bean sauce... And then turn off the lights, and then black, and then it's black beans. Well, I'm just saying, if it's black, is it water or is it blood? There's a lot of space blood. Things go. You know black. what? It's probably peanut butter. There it is, space peanut butter. No, but he's sliding around, having a good time, and that song is playing. It's just like it's nostalgic for a time. It's nostalgic for a time I never was in. I mean, I'm, I'm a real 90s kid as being born in 88. Oh, yes. I grew you you up are a Nickelback guy, weren't you? Look at this graph. That was my Nickelback impression. Yeah, I feel like I'm at a concert. You say that a lot. It's true, I do feel that way. I, many, I don't really about go to many things. I don't. I don't actually go to concerts. You feel about many things. I'm a very feeling person. I just have a lot of feelings inside. So yeah, the movie basically so, speaks for itself. Really? Oh man, it's so great. There's so many great things. Like you like, feel for Gamora. Like every character has their time to shine. They don't overcomplicate the plot, even though it's. Like, there's so many yeah. different and unique things being introduced. They don't get too deep into it. Yeah, another thing that, like, these are five characters. We know nothing about them pre-2014 when, when this came out. Um, and we all love them. Like, especially, like, the CGI on Rocket. You do not, for a second, not believe he's there. Oh, totally. Like, like I, I have no idea how they filmed it. Is Bradley Cooper standing there in a green suit? No. Uh, actually, Sean, Sean Gunn, uh, James Gunn's brother, did the mocap. How the heck do you do mocap for a raccoon man? I don't know. How do you how do you do mocap for a gorilla when you're not even the size of it? Oh, like uh, Golem did? He has a real name, but... No, that's he legally changed it. That makes sense. Hey! <laughs> that wasn't. That, that was way different. <laughs> I disagree. Oh man, uh, you sounded like the beast eating oatmeal in that one scene. It was just like <laughs> what scene? There, in the, she's like trying to teach him manners. In this movie, oh, oh the, be- the beast. The beast. Okay, the beast could have meant many things. I know. And I've only seen like I haven't seen that movie in, ti- in, in its entirety. It doesn't. Well, that's weird because. That movie's great. Okay, we did not have that movie on DVD growing up. We had it on VHS. I watched it a bunch of Well, we lost it. You lost it. Your your butt. Your face. (laughs) So, I think every movie is not without sin. Cinema sins. Cinema sins. They suck. That should be the main... 
point about Cinema Sins. But every movie, I want that. There, to be, I want no movie's that, perfect. I want that to be my ringtone. Cinema Sins sucks. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I will sell so, shirts that say Cinema Sins sucks. <laughs> there is there no. Um, so the movie isn't perfect. I think there's very very little. Um, that annoyed me when I first watched it though like, I was like not... why the dance scene why the dance break distraction thing because... that was dumb excuse and me everyone else al- loved it and I, I was so confused I always dance while working well I'm not against I'm, alone. I'm not against him dancing while Without working me. no no I'm talking at the end when Ronan's about he's like literally about oh, to bring that. the hammer down <laughs> and destroy <laughs> the entire planet I thought you were uh... no I love the beginning opening scene that like I was super ready for just the best time ever. And then at the end, they did freaking Kung Fu Panda. I think that explains itself. Yes, okay, so <laughs> Kung Fu Panda has the scroll of the dragon scroll, and it's just a reflective of a mirror, right? And so he learns the secret ingredient in secret ingredient soup is that there is no ingredient. It's really inside him all along. He uses the power of himself to defeat a kung fu master leopard, and so I give this movie eight dumplings out of ten. Hey, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like in that movie, he like it gets to the point where the villain's just like, "What are you doing? How can you do this for no reason?" Okay, the difference is that's and, a children's film. Yes, I know. So they're doing a children's film thing where Ronan is needlessly obsessed with a dancing man. <laughs> they're like, "I'm about to destroy this planet. Stop." Someone is dancing. I must ask them what they are doing. You're right. Why not just continue to drop the hammer and kill everyone? Like he intended. So you want him to put the hammer down? Oh! It... I don't... It just wasn't enough. It's very much within Peter Quill's character. Again, how... It's not within Ronan's character. Again, how it should have ended. Did that. They had him put the hammer down. Really? Yes. Oh. I, I don't even remember this. They do, they've done them on everything. Well, I know they do, but... I hope the mic caught that. That was like some crazy wheel screeching in the distance. So, you know, that part for me was is just unbelievable. I'm okay with it. It's a little absurd of a show. I'm okay with them doing it. It just wasn't exactly what I was hoping for. I was hoping I mean, for like, something that would actually distract him like not who is being silly you're silly I don't like it what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing I'm trying to kill everyone stop that you have to be afraid like everyone else come on so how about you what's your thing my thing is actually Thanos in this movie oh we did write a note because Thanos looked lame uh, agreed but like cause um, I'm guessing that scene might have been an afterthought maybe uh, they clearly spent a lot of money on every other special effects scene like Nebula's arm is crazy broken and fixes itself through robot powers there's the shield of friendship space fight there's a rocket and Groot you got a rocket and Groot being extremely detailed at all times you can let one thing slide in this case Thanos Thanos. But, I was gonna say Grimace, but, but I, I like where you're going. Y- yes, Grimace. Uh, so yeah, but my thing was not so much that he looked weird, that his like characterization, because like 
granted, this was before Infinity War. So we know nothing about him except that he looks to the right and smiles. In the end of Avengers. Yes. That's it. That's yes. all we know about the man. Yes, that is all. Um, Although the, the guy with the two thumbs totally got wrecked by Ronan. Yes. Kind of making you wonder about how strong Loki is? What do you mean, how so? Well, because the other's guy was like totally just like running, well, he like had running a, him well, over all the time. And Ronan's just like, how about I murder you dead? Well, to the which Thanos does not care. Well, I think... That's a, okay, that's a different subject. We'll save that for the entire MCU retrospective, probably. Um, I don't know, man. That's going to be pretty obscure by then. But I, go I, on. I disagree. It's an obscure thing now! <laughs> it is! I mean, that's, it just gets rid of that weird yucky mouth man. Get a yucky mouth. Yes, he Should did. brushed his teeth. Uh, Ronan as well. But my point I'm trying to make that you keep diverting me is that Thanos characterization is like, don't fail me, boy, or I will bathe the starways in your blood. And I'm like, the Thanos that we saw in Infinity War, I'm fairly certain he... he isn't like that. You he know? doesn't care like, about it, From what I can death. tell, it's m- much closer to the comics interpretation of Thanos. Very bloodthirsty, very... Um, like I can kill you and it doesn't matter. But in Infinity War, they gave him a reason, like a more legitimate reason for so, somewhat arguing more noble reason for killing half the universe. Yeah. Uh, but in the comic, he does it to impress a woman. Uh, death. So which it did from the Avengers end credit scene. They did look like they were going in that direction. But then they thought, hmm, and how at, can we make this better? And at this point. We have no indication to hear that that's not what's going to happen. So I, I agree. It there's still a lot going on. They're laying a lot of groundwork. The Gamora, a lot of groundwork characterization. That go anywhere. The characterization of Gamora. Everyone hates her because of Thanos. Yeah. They don't really talk about it much. They just say genocidal maniac, and that he's killed a bunch of these prisoners' families. But then again, and that's in, it. but and then again, in Infinity War, we do see that he killed. Half of her entire planet, you know. Yeah, even and that's like a huge theme. Even though, uh, when they're in the lineup, in like when they're going to prison and stuff. Yeah. Apparently, they have a thing that you can see that says like "Last of Her Kind" or something. Oh, I see. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 and the characterization trailer moment. Yeah. In the trailer, pretty much. And also in the movie. Is she the last of her kind? Uh, probably not. I'm guessing. Maybe that's... Or maybe she is in Thanos Lies. Because apparently, uh, the Russo brothers who directed Infinity War also said, yeah, Thanos lies. Of and... course Thanos would lie. Yes, but the thing is, in the movie, he's not, he just comes off so... I well, don't know. Well, I mean, like, yeah. for Gamora to be strong, she can't be attached. True. So it makes sense that he would kill off everyone of Gamora's race... So that she would be as strong as she could possibly be. But then in that movie, he says it's a paradise there. But why would she tell me that she thinks she's the only one? Yeah, it uh, doesn't so. Start. So maybe that was just a mistake. Uh, yeah. That how would that prison know? Or the Zan? How would the editors know? How would the Empire of Xandar know? Um, that's where we're going. Yep. I don't know. 
Uh, so maybe that's just a little thing. Pretty obscure, I not though. I think the nitpick is very, very small here. <laughs> like, yeah, there aren't a lot of nitpicks in here. Oh, I'm man, there's so many treats, too. Like, the part where they're talking about a breaking out of the prison, and Groot's just yeah, like, oh, I will get that thing. Another thing I thought was that in the beginning, when Yondu calls Quill, I thought the person standing next to him with, like, a beard was John C. Riley. Oh, uh, he did kind of look like him, but then, of course, later, we saw the actual Later, John, John C. Riley was actually in the movie, and I'm like... Yeah. Which, every time, I always forgot that he was in this movie. And the problem is, he looks so much like himself, you know? You're not really like, oh, that's a character in the universe. You're like, no, that's John C. Riley. So. Well, I mean, uh, what's his name? Like, most of the Avengers don't look that much different well, from of course real life. Not. I mean, Chris Evans is still Chris Evans, and Scarlett Johansson's always going to be Scarlett Johansson. Oh, did you see the uh, Jimmy Kimmel thing recently? What? Uh, they hooked Mark Ruffalo up to an actual lie detector. <laughs> I for what? For spoilers? Yes. That's like, fine. does Hulk and uh, Black Widow end up together in the movie, and and the heart rate starts pumping? <laughs> That's great. Um, uh, yeah. It's a fun way to build hype. I like it. Yep. And they're like, I don't want to get fired again. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, that's n- so. So um, let's. I do want to talk about the important character development in the movie. I think Peter Quill, Howard the Duck, is transformed by a woman. It's not that unusual in a movie, but he cares. What does he transform into? Into a less selfish person. So he's going out for himself. He wants the stone so he can make money. He forgot about this girl that's in the ship. It's very funny. But then he goes and sacrifices his life effectively to go and save Gamora out in space. He wants to go and save all these people. He kind of transforms a little bit to being more other-focused because of Gamora. Mature? Maturing a little bit, but it's not, mostly the power. Not, not until... I have a thing I do want to get to when we get to Infinity War about his character and maturity. Uh, Very true. Yeah. So, I think his character takes a big improvement, and then <clears throat> Drax... Drax as a character learns a ton of lessons. If anything, this is really Drax's story. Like metaphors. Well, not only does he Metaphor. understand a, he understands what is believed to be two different metaphors. One he makes. He makes a metaphor at the very end. Like he his said, own metaphor. He says Ronan is just a puppet. Not is like a puppet. Ronan was a puppet. It's Thanos that I need to kill or something like that. But yeah. that's a metaphor. Ronan was not, in fact, a puppet. He was a man. <laughs> he wasn't a man. He was a Kree. That's true. Can so, a man be applied to aliens? I don't see. I mean, they have gender. Remember? Learn genders according... Group needs to learn genders. But who can? There's so many nowadays. I don't understand things. So, that's why you just ask first. Aliens, no. So, the... Ah, uh, nuts. What is it? The, the characterization of Drax... He goes from like super focused on the crushing of Ronan and in danger, to just and getting wrecked, right? And then he realizes that he's been doing this the wrong way, and he need he needs others, yeah. and he engulfs like they become his friends, and he's transformed by friendship. Yes. So, 
I think that and as we, like seeing uh, that like happen the, is actually pretty great. The Everyone loves magic friends. of friendship saves the day in the end. Yeah, I think it's important that we remember that friendship is magic. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, because <laughs> uh, like we know that he's half celestial. Uh, what's his name? Peter Quill. Yes, him. That he's half celestial. So it would make sense that he would be able to hold on to the thing the longest. But with all four of them, they can hold it fine. You know? And control it. Evidently. Even though six other people in the past couldn't or something? Well, they just had weird outfits. That's probably the problem. Yeah, they were probably... Their outfits weren't cool enough or they didn't have good enough dance moves. I think they were part of the KKK. Um, They did kind of look like that. They did have hoods. Well, they had like weird like loopy things around them too, like floating rings or whatever. I think they were chains... Or, like, some kind of thing that... Well, they were trying to connect themselves together somehow, so yeah. maybe the... The problem is, they weren't holding hands. They needed... Well, or a finger. Yeah, or a finger. <laughs> yeah, did, did, it, he did hold a finger, didn't he? He did. He's a tiny rocket. Raccoon man. It was great. Rocket, raccoon... Oh, that, he misheard it. That's why he called himself Rat Rocket. He calls himself Rocket because he thought it was Raccoon, they were saying. He thought they were saying Rocket, but they were saying Raccoon. That is such a fan theory. It is. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap this thing up. I I love the movie. I had a really great time. I think I'm going to give it um, nine prosthetic legs out of ten. Nine because the very like, the, for me, the ending did did undercut it a teeny tiny bit. So that's the reason it went from a 10 to a 9. I love this movie. I watch it over and over. It's a great time. Yeah. And I will be the same as you, but I will give it 9 misunderstood metaphors out of 10. Um, mainly because, like, maybe the Thanos thing. Uh, that's just me. And yeah, overall, a very uncharismatic... Uh, we didn't really mention it, but a very uncharismatic villain... Well, that's kind of like his whole shtick. Like, the point of these movies isn't to show off the villain. Um, well, we do until, not care until, about villains. Until a certain point, you know, we get to uh, Killmonger and Thanos and all that jazz, you know? Well, I think that's um, just because they start learning their lesson like, more than anything. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how far can I take this bit? So you can yeah. just say it's a bit every time. I will not make it a bit. It will like, if I this say it. It's a bit. Yes, this is a bit. Yes. Hurry home, princess. What a wonderful bit. It's from <laughs> Ursula from Little Mermaid. I haven't seen that movie. That's uh, not true. I've seen parts of it. Anyway, I give the nine <laughs> misunderstood metaphors out of ten, mainly because of the sat Thanos thing and the sort of dull villain because he always has kind of the same voice throughout and has weird mascara even though in Captain Marvel he doesn't. Um, that's not Why a spoiler. Why does have it in Captain America Marvel? Captain America. In he's Captain America. That's the same person. Uh, Captain America. It's just don't make no sense. So yeah. Uh, that's about it, I think. Yeah. So see you next time as we continue on the road to Endgame. Goodbye. Goodbye.